What is going on, guys, and welcome back to the Sports Sesh. I am your host, as always, Alec Ramirez. And just like the NFL season here at the Sports Sesh, we are back and officially back in business, ready to get back into the swing of things. Hope everybody has enjoyed the draft and everything the offseason had to offer. I know we missed out on preseason, but nonetheless, the NFL season is officially underway. And without further ado, let's get into a couple swings of things we got going on here. And first off, just like everybody else, I want to talk about the Bucks and Tom Brady. Now, Tom Brady has almost, not even almost, he has every single weapon at his disposal that you can ask for. He has two loaded wide receivers, he has two loaded tight ends, and he has a party in the backfield. So, what's really holding the Bucks back from making a Super Bowl push? Well, the answer is really nothing. Now, I know I'm sounding kind of biased considering I am a Patriots fan, and I still do want to see Tom Brady succeed. However, I don't think it's going to be just as easy as people seem to make it out to be. However, let's just take a quick look at his weapons real quick, shall we? Now, he has Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Those are two, in my list, top 10 wide receivers. Now, they're both coming off 1,000-yard seasons, and they both come off seasons with a pretty mediocre quarterback, if you ask me. However, we're putting them with the Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback to honestly lace up a pair of cleats. So... Just how good are they going to be? Now, I understand those two guys are used to being the two main weapons on the team. However, what the Bucks went out and did was they went ahead and grabbed pieces to go along with them. Those being Rob Gronkowski and OJ Howard. Two tremendous tight ends that can both pass block and catch the ball. I think they're very great additions. We've already seen what Tom Brady and Gronk can do together. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be the same connection. And I'm not saying he's going to come out and be superstar Gronk that we... No and used to love, but what I am saying is it's still very dangerous and can still be something super explosive. Now to go along with that, they went ahead and got Leonard Fournette, a power back to go along with Tom Brady, and two shifty running backs with Shady McCoy and Ronald Jones II. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. This isn't going to be the number one team in the NFC. This isn't going to be the team that runs the entire league. However, it is going to be a team that competes. It is going to be a team that can put up a ton, tons of points, and it's definitely going to be a team that is going to be out to look for, and they're going to honestly look to make a playoff push. Now, defensively, they are going to need some help. However, offensively, they're put together perfectly to really make something happen this season. Now let's talk about one of my other favorite teams in the NFC, the Arizona Cardinals. Now, they just extended DeAndre Hopkins. He got two years in Arizona for 54.5 mil guaranteed 42.75 and I honestly think it's a very smart investment only because he's a top five wide receiver in anybody's book he's number four on my personal twitter thread so he didn't crack the number one spot that he's usually accustomed to in previous years however he still has a tremendous amount of talent and he can honestly turn Kyler Murray into an elite quarterback now I know what you guys are thinking get a load of this guy right here Kyler Murray an elite quarterback but look we've seen what Hopkins did with Watson now, I'm not denying Watson's skill, and I'm not denying his athleticism, but having a wide receiver like DeAndre Hopkins definitely makes you a little bit better. Now, because of that, I have Kyler Murray on my potential MVP watch. The reason being, he's a mobile quarterback, he has a target to throw to now, and he has a running back that can ultimately help him back there in the form of Kenyon Drake. And if Kyler flourishes, the entire offense is going to flourish. Hopkins is going to have a good year. Kenyon Drake is going to have a good year. The entire Arizona Cardinals will have a good year if that offense can get it together. 
Speaking of Deshaun Watson, he also just got paid 160 mil for four years by the Houston Texans, so they lock in their quarterback. However, watching this first game, to be completely honest with you guys, I'm not too sure if he really earned all of it. I definitely feel like this is going to be the year where people make or break their decision with rolling with Watson. Now, the Texans have already made their decision. That's their guy, and that's who they're going to roll with. And for very good reason. He's a mobile quarterback. He's exceptionally well on the run when he throws. And his IQ is just, it's great, personally, I think. However, he does have his nicks and crannies where he could use work with his decision-making when it comes to throwing that ball downfield. But... Nonetheless, he's a good quarterback, and the Texans did do a nice job securing him. However, I think they kind of gave him a little too much, to be completely honest with you. But there is still time to prove me wrong, and I do expect Watson to have a good year, considering Will Fuller will need to have a good year if he wants to secure himself a nice contract. Now, a lot of people are speculating Brandon Cooks is going to be the wide receiver one out in Texas. However, it's going to be Will Fuller. And the only reason I say that is because Watson's already comfortable and he's speedy. Now, Will Fuller does have problems staying healthy, but if he can put out a healthy season and play every single game, I honestly expect Will Fuller to pop out and be a potential wide receiver one and also earn himself a nice contract for, I believe, the 2022 season when he's an unrestricted free agent. Now, lastly, on the Who Got Paid train, we have Jalen Ramsey signing for the largest deal in cornerback history, earning himself five years for 105 mil. Again, this is a super smart investment. He's the fourth-ranked cornerback on my personal list on Twitter, which you can find still. And I think it's smart on the Rams, considering they already have Aaron Donald on the line. So why not go out and get somebody that's going to not only lead your secondary, but also... He's going to make a statement with the league. Paying somebody like this who's already accustomed to making big plays and going out and being a hero on Sundays or even the villain, it's just going to do wonders for him and his career personally. So I definitely expect to see the old Jalen Ramsey pop out very soon in the Los Angeles Rams uniform. Now earlier today I sent out a tweet that said two will shine and two will have to wait till later. It included the pictures of Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy, Cowboys wide receiver CeeDee Lamb, and the Las Vegas Raiders Henry Ruggs. All four players are rookies, and all were four of them were great in college. Stupendous athletes, top of their class, to say the to say the very least. Now, what I mean by that is two are going to shine their rookie year regardless. Those two being Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy. There, I said it for you guys. Henry Ruggs is going into a Raider team where there isn't a wide receiver one, let alone a wide receiver two. He's going to immediately get touches, immediately get catches, and he's going to flourish. He is going to shine, and his ceiling is so high right now, folks, that even he doesn't know just where he can take it. However, the Oakland Raiders are ecstatic to have him. Oakland, I'm so sorry. The Las Vegas Raiders are so ecstatic to have him, and they are just ready to get that going and I honestly think he's going to be if not one of the best rookie wide receiver this year now I know that sounds super crazy to say with the stacked stacked class that we had in this year's draft but with the circumstances in front of him he's able to shine now Jerry Judy was listed as a wide receiver too with Denver however 
I honestly think he will get more of a wide receiver one role. Only because Corlin Sutton is a really good wide receiver. But as we've already seen, he's injury prone. Now, with that being said, if Cortland Sutton, for whatever reason, continuously has injuries, the Broncos are going to look to feed Judy. And Judy's a stud in all his own. He was the number one ranked wide receiver in the draft class for a very good reason. If anybody has seen this man's college tape, they will know exactly what I am talking about. A smooth technician runner, a superb deep threat. He can honestly make Drew Locke look like a stud now i'm not saying both of these receivers are gonna pop out and be the next julio jones they're not gonna be the next odell beckham they're gonna be their own individual player now these two will be able to shine because of their circumstances however jefferson and c lamb they're on a different pedestal right now and the reason being is because they already have a star wide receiver on their team now real quick let's take a look at justin jefferson's situation now, he can definitely go out and earn himself a wide receiver two spot, but Adam Thielen is still there. Now, I know Stefan Diggs left, but Adam Thielen is still a superb wide receiver. He's an elite talent at the wideout position, and he needs his touches regardless. He need, His mouth needs to get fed too. Now, it's up to Kirk Cousins as to see who he's really going to favor, but in recent years, as we've seen with Thielen and Diggs, Kirk Cousins does tend to favor Adam Thielen. Now, that is, for whatever reason, his own type of method, whatever. However, if I'm Kirk Cousins, I'm definitely looking to feed Jefferson. He's a speed demon on the field. He's a vertical threat, just like Thielen is, and it opens up so much space for Dalvin Cook. I do expect Jefferson to get some touches. I do expect him to score and make these big plays as he's accustomed to doing. However, I don't expect to see him being the superstar that we've seen in college right away. I do think it's going to take about a year or two to really see him flourish. And that's only so Kirk Cousins can really get used to him and find a groove. But I believe once that groove is established, there's really no stopping him. Now, talking about CD like this really does pain me as an Oklahoma fan and especially as a CD Lamb fan. However, I think the Cowboys have too many mouths to feed. They have Ezekiel Elliott, they have Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and now they have CD Lamb. Now, the biggest trick here, I believe, and the biggest part of this puzzle is Michael Gallup. And it's going to be the role Michael Gallup plays. Now, in previous seasons, we've seen Michael Gallup play a tremendous wide receiver two, even a wide receiver three role. However, having a playmaker like CeeDee Lamb, having a tremendous young stud talent like CeeDee Lamb is going to play an effect in your play calling and your schemes. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be the wide receiver one. I'm not saying he's going to be the wide receiver two. However, I don't think he's going to get as many touches as we're accustomed to him seeing like he was in college. In college, he was the face of Oklahoma. Let's face it. Him and Jalen Hurts, they ran Oklahoma. Now, we're putting him on a team where it's two solid wide receivers that are used to and need to get touches. Michael Gallup will come up on a contract year, and I do see the Cowboys dealing him. However, because of Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper, I do not see CeeDee Lamb being that superstar that we are used to seeing. Now, I'm not saying he's not going to be a superstar. CeeDee Lamb, 
I still believe will be the best wide receiver out of this entire draft class when it's all said and done. But right now, it's not his time. It's it's just not. He's going to have to wait a year or two. I honestly think his sophomore year will be the year that he finally breaks out. But this rookie year, it's not going to be it. I, I just have to be honest, it's not. And that's from my own personal opinion and from what I've seen. Now, lastly, I want to give two quick predictions for who I think are going to win certain awards. Now, first and foremost, I'm just going to throw it out there right now. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for the Offensive Rookie of the Year. I said it. There it is. Say it in stone. Mark it on your calendars. Sports Sesh is going with CEH for the Rookie of the Year this season in the Offensive category. And without further ado... For the comeback player of the year, we are going to be rocking with Cam Newton. Now, Cam Newton, just named captain and quarterback of the Patriots. I expect to see a successful season from him. Tons of different schemes with Belichick. And I do expect him to wreak havoc on the entire league. Thank you all for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Peace.